Hello and welcome. My name is Ed Newton with Newton Wealth Management. We put these podcasts together to help you as you continue along the path to achieve and maintain a worry-free retirement. We hope you'll enjoy this one and find it beneficial. This is part two of our podcast entitled Election 2020, What It Could Mean for You. In part one of this podcast, we looked at the political outlook, the economy, and tax policy under a Trump or Biden presidency. In this podcast, we will continue looking at the expected differences between the two candidates and how they might affect stocks and health care, and then summarize what may be on the horizon. Let's consider how stocks might be affected. For the overall stock market, there are pluses and minuses under all three election scenarios. With Biden, you'd likely have more fiscal stimulus, but higher taxes on corporations and higher earners. That could include higher taxes on capital gains and disincentives for share buyback, which have helped drive the stock market valuations higher in the U.S. than in other countries. With Trump, you'd likely see lower taxes but less stimulus. That makes it difficult to say which administration would be better for stock. It's my personal sense that the 2020 election will have less impact on the markets than some suggest. Ultimately, it's the long wave of economic fundamentals that drives the markets beyond any one election or any one party. Still, in the near term, there would likely be different winners and losers under a Republican versus a Democratic regime due to very different regulatory approaches. The Trump administration ushered in a period of deregulation. One major winner was the oil and gas industry, which benefited from less stringent environmental regulations. The Biden administration would likely go in the exact opposite direction, rolling many of those executive orders back and pushing for more clean energy. Other sectors that would come under heightened scrutiny in a Democratic administration would include health care, financial services, and big tech. On the trade front, the differences between the candidates may be more stylistic than fundamental. The tactics and tone of the U.S.-China relationship might change. Trump often takes a confrontational tone on social media. Biden is probably a much more conventional politician regarding trade and foreign policy and would be more likely to build multilateral coalitions to try to influence China. However, there is a broad bipartisan consensus to get tough on China So any future policies are likely to continue to ramp up export controls, restrictions on investment, and other decoupling activities that deepen deglobalization pressures. Among them, incentives to bring back key links in the industrial supply chain to the U.S. or at least diversify out of China. Regardless of the election, interest rates are likely to stay low for a long time, so it's a good time for borrowers. Given that the Fed is going to keep buying and supporting the bond market, it's hard to see interest rates going up anytime soon, probably not before we get back to a fully open economy. If you are considering buying a home or refinancing, now is a great time to comparison shop. If you have a large portion of your portfolio in cash or low-yielding bonds, it might be a good time to meet with an advisor to discuss a long-term investment strategy with a combination of stocks for growth potential and high-quality bonds for wealth preservation. Turning to health care, Trump is opposed to the Affordable Care Act, the health care system put in place under the Obama administration. 
The Trump administration has brought a lawsuit against it all the way to the Supreme Court. Meanwhile, Biden has talked about enhancing the Affordable Care Act. So far, however, the details of their plans are faint. So we will need to wait and see how those plans take shape. Biden has also spoken about extending Medicare eligibility to unemployed people 60 and over. If enacted, this may offer an interesting opportunity for people considering early retirement or forced into it. Since health care costs are often a key reason people can't afford to retire early, Medicare could help solve that problem and potentially enable people to postpone Social Security to their full retirement age or later, capturing higher monthly benefits. With all this being said, what's ahead? Given the pandemic passion surrounding this election and uncertainty about how and when the election results might be resolved, it would not be surprising if markets got volatile. There's a reasonable probability that we won't know the outcome of the election for at least a few days and maybe a few weeks after the election. The pandemic is creating huge logistical challenges for the electoral process, making in-person voting more difficult and causing delays in counting due to the high volume of mail-in ballots. Unfortunately, the highly polarized partisan atmosphere isn't making this situation any better. The futures markets are pricing in rising stock market volatility moving into the elections, and I expect a messy or prolonged aftermath could extend that volatility into December and maybe even January. So let's summarize. I think we can expect short-term stock market volatility as the election heats up. But longer-term, economic fundamentals are likely more important drivers for stocks than who wins the White House. A Biden presidency could mean more economic stimulus than a Trump second term, but also higher taxes on businesses, higher income people, and capital gains. While President Trump has focused on deregulation, a Biden administration would likely re-regulate certain industries. Among the possible targets, fossil fuels, financial services, health care, and big tech. Stock buybacks have been a significant source of returns for stock investors over the past decade. Democrats could move to limit them, while Republicans would likely support the status quo. The cause of present uncertainty may be unique, but we've been through other stretches before. For investors, the key is always the same. Stay focused on what you can control, your personal goals, and time horizon. And make sure you have a plan in place to get you there, no matter what life, elections, and the markets may throw at you. We hope this information has been useful to you. Our goal at Newton Wealth Management is to help clients achieve and maintain a worry-free retirement. We are a fee-only firm. That means we don't receive commissions or any other compensation from the investments that we utilize. We have a fiduciary responsibility to our clients, which means that we always put your interests first. If you haven't set a plan or not sure that your plan is appropriate for your goals, we would be happy to talk with you and see if there's anything we can do in order to get you on track so that you too can achieve and maintain a worry-free retirement. If you have $250,000 or more of investable assets, I would invite you to visit our website at www. NewtonWealthManagement.com. There you can find out more about our firm and the services we offer. Again, the website is www.NewtonWealthManagement.com. 
From the website, you can also contact us to request a no-obligation, no-fee consultation. We look forward to hearing from you at www.newtonwealthmanagement.com. Newton Wealth Management is responsible for the content of this podcast and reflects the current opinion of the speakers. It is based upon sources and data believed to be accurate and reliable. Opinions and forward-looking statements expressed are subject to change without notice. Securities offered through Archer Investment Corporation. This information does not constitute a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security. A risk of loss is involved with investments in stock markets. The commentary provided should not be regarded as personal investment advice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. You should carefully consider investment actions in light of your goals, objectives, cash flow needs, and time horizon.